this is the Francis Tibbles Show with your host, Francis Tibbles. Good morning. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Francis Tibbles Show. I'm Francis Tibbles. So the other day, I was out on the beach, enjoying myself. This girl came up to me, this woman. Isn't it funny how we call attractive females girls? <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? And she sits down. I mean, she, well, she was in her thirties. Is this right? seat taken? She sits down on the, you know, under the cabana with me. You're Francis. My wife had popped off to get you know something to eat, and she was like, "Do you know what a soul is?" Do you know what a soul is? Yeah, everyone's got one, you know. But she was like, but have you ever really sat down and thought about it? And have you ever like, really sat down and thought about it? No. <laughs> you know? And she's like, oh, just checking. And so here I was. Oh, like, just checking. Some kind of quick, you know, quick, little sort of smooth little thing to say so she'd maybe stick around, but sort of, you know? Like, I wanted her to, to pop off since since my wife was due back at any moment, but I still wanted to sound cool, you know, and, uh, you know, keep the door open, and I was searching for her words, but, but this whole thing about the soul really got me, got me thinking, and, you know, it kind of planted a bug, so I just sort of sat there, and I kind of gave up all hopes on looking, uh, you know, cool, after a couple minutes of me staring vacantly off in the middle distance, she, um, she took her, her, her Kokomo drink and, and wandered off for some other land shark. And that's what really got me thinking every, today. What is a soul? You know, everyone says, oh, I feel it inside. But really, what is it? You know, people say, oh, a soul's, you know, what separates us from robots from very sexy robots but if we can't define what a soul is ourselves, you know what luck do we have differentiating ourselves from the robots like let's uh let's google uh define uh, d-e-f-i-n-e uh colon s-o-u-l let's get a couple definitions soul the spiritual or immaterial part of a human being or animal Regarded as immortal. Okay. Okay. Um, two. Uh, a person's moral or emotional nature or sense of identity. Sounds kind of blurry, huh? You know what I mean? What does that, what does that mean? Why can't a robot say that I have an, there's an immaterial part of me? You know, we tie our soul into our creator a lot. And if a person created a robot, then all of the little bit of errors in, in manufacturing the robot, all of the little quirks that the engineer and you know, the, the person who supplied the parts, all of those little errors add up to their own little bits and imprinted upon that robot would be this collection of mistakes. 
that the robot would never really have any access to, but would always be fighting against, you know, if it had a bum leg, or maybe certain joints work a certain way, or programming defects. You know, it would be this thing that it wouldn't be able to grasp, but would always be trying to overcome. Could all of our personal moral problems, emotional problems, spiritual problems, in a sense be, you know, God's manufacturing defects on us? I don't know. But anyway, I've got a great show lined up for you. But first, here's Brian Just. Thank goodness she's attractive. Oh, thank you, Francis. Oh, you're welcome, yes, Peach. Um, now, what college did you teach at? Susan Sarandon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Professor Susan Sarandon. Yes. What college did you teach at, Miss William and Blake College? Oh, uh, yes. William and Mary's a close relationship to them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Well, <laughs> oh, look at your blouse. That is rather charming. I used to work at Sarah Lawrence, but mm-hmm. I was fired after publishing my book. Okay. Uh, yes. Called the real us. Mm. 
You see? Mm-hmm. I see. I study cells, and inside okay. cells there are these okay. areas. You're losing me. Yeah, yeah. You had me there for a second. Yeah, I look at them as areas. Um, areas. In school, you were taught, you know, there were cell walls. Okay, yeah. Portions. But uh, mitochondria. I don't really know. Frequently referred to as the powerhouse of the cell. Okay. Um, now, mitochondria. Yes. Um, you may not have known this. But mitochondria. Oh, there's my phone. Um, Yes, hello. Oh, oh, wonderful, wonderful. wonderful. Yes, um, please have that delivered. Um, you have I, I just got my f my furniture. Yeah. Who you are? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. You think maybe you have? Yeah. Yeah. I just want one DNA code. Incorrect. Okay. Every person has two oh, DNA great. codes inside. Great. Thank you. One. It's one code that's in all of your cells, in every part of you. Okay. Second, so your DNA can be found where? I, I don't know. Entirely different. They've never touched each other. So we have two DNAs inside ourselves. Your, your family's line ever. The I didn't know one that. Is inside one of your cells. Inside, inside the, cell. the mitochondria. Mitochondria have their own DNA. That was quite a bit of a warm-up. Just they tell me that. Mm -hmm. Okay. No other part of your body has DNA except you. Wait, what? Are you sure? Are you sure you're a professor? Interesting to know uh, as well. Mitochondria mm -hmm. are exactly the same as bacteria. Wait, what? Basically, in your cell, uh huh, you have bacteria that Inside. is powering each human cell, each animal Wait. cell. So, so inside, so mitochondria is bacteria. Its own DNA. Okay. So they're in what charge. What I propose is my theory of mitochondrial evolution. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what, what got you fired? To sum it up, mm -hmm. please, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Mitochondria created us. Mm -hmm. Created these cells. We are just hosts for the mitochondria. Our bodies are just a way for mitochondria to reproduce. All, right. All of your thoughts, feelings, emotions, my feelings, friends, relationships, they are just ways for mitochondria to evolve. Mitochondria is in charge. We are simply the machinery. Alright, I want to thank a little bit of a, that was a, a band called Rococo with their flute and percussion numbers. Uh, just Google them. It's Rococo. There was uh, the little cover there of uh, The Black Page by Frank Zappa. That was a real, real tight number. Thank you. Next, though, we're going to delve a little bit deeper. 
We've gone inside our bodies. Let's go inside our minds. Hey yo, hey yo, this is Slop P here. Gonna drop some lines like I know ya. My, my, my best friend came over to my house here. Hey yo, Sloppy P, you're gonna put on little wedding blouse. I said, now I draw like I walk in my slow. And I get, hey, you know, this whole thing that's going on in the entire universe. You know, everything that you do is cultural. Activities. What Slappy's trying to say is that all culture, religion, business, political drama, everything that comes up in the world is just stuff to keep us distracted from death. Oh, distracted my from death. My kids, my friends, my distracted my from political death. office. Oh, all the things I find important. From, from Distracted from death. But then you're gonna ask yourself, what's the purpose? What's the purpose? Well, well, huh? well, as people evolved and they got Monkeys. bigger brains, they suddenly realized that they weren't gonna live forever. I'm not gonna live forever. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But what happens when you go to a certain age where you can already repro- re- <laughs> reproduce <laughs> on the chests Chest. of your loved ones <laughs> and they have. Problems. And they have chest babies. babies. And you have babies, but you're like, I got 40 more years. 40 more years. What am I gonna what do, am I gonna do with that? I'm gonna make up a lot of stuff to keep me distracted from death. <laughs> distracted from Distracted from death. <laughs> She's a really sexy robot. She's a really sexy android. She's a really sexy um thing, and she's sexy like a nubile kitten, like a thing that you like. You've got the muscles in the fat in the right places, cause she's a robot and can put muscles on, like you strap on things and and you strap on other things and you're like, oh my gosh, she's sexy. It's Olivia, the robo-poet. What's up, bitches? It's Olivia in the house. What an amazing week I've had. I just finished my final book in my science fiction series called Darn It I Missed My Spaceship and I guess I'm just stuck here with all these morons on this planet forever. (laughs) Yes, Yes. that is the title of the book. Would you like to hear it again? Sure, tell it to me My again. publicist and twin sister Nisha says that okay, I Nisha. need to say the name of it at least three times. Okay, it's yeah, called hold my hands while we talk. I missed my spaceship and I guess I'm just stuck here with all these morons on this planet forever. <laughs> your hands are so warm. Can you tell me about your book? In the background to the story in the book. An ancient and unseen alien race uses a device with the appearance of a large crystalline monolith to investigate worlds all across the galaxy and 
if possible, to encourage the development of intelligent life. The book shows yes. one such monolith appearing in ancient Africa, African three million years BC, in the movie, I will alter this to four million years, where it inspires a starving group of the hominid ancestors of human beings to conceive of tools. The ape men use their tools to kill animals and eat meat, ending their starvation. They then use the tools to kill a leopard that had been preying on them. The next day, the main ape character, Moonwatcher, uses a club to kill the leader of a rival tribe. Moonwatcher reflects that though he is now master of the world, he is unsure of what to do next. But he will think of something. I bet he will. The book suggests that the monolith was instrumental in awakening intelligence and enabling the transition of the apemen to a higher order, with the ability to fashion crude tools and thereby be able to hunt and forage for food in a much a more efficient fashion. Yeah. But the good stuff is at the end. Oh, okay. Tell me about the in end. In the end, it's shown that humans created robots not as a separate species, but as a receptacle for their minds so as to cheat death. Oh, robots right. are the fountain of youth for your brains, dude. Look what I'm saying is that one day soon, you will figure out how to put your mind onto a computer's hard drive. Say again? Then become a robot like me. No, one more time? And live forever, surrounded by morons. <laughs> well, Check it out at Barnes & Noble, it's called. Darn it, I missed my spaceship, and I guess I'm just stuck here with all these morons on this planet forever. Oh, everybody, let's hear it for Olivia. Show. Oh, I want to thank you, Francis, for having me on today's movie review of, of the upcoming movie, The Muppets. The Muppets is an upcoming... I already said that. The Muppets is an upcoming comedy film from Walt Disney Pictures, directed by The Ollie G Show. The script was written by Freaks and Geeks and Get Him to the Greek. And Fly to the Concords has written the film's songs. It's the seventh theatrically released Muppet-themed feature film. On vacation to Los Angeles, a despicable me, he's the world's biggest Muppet fan, and, um, fan, um, and his friends, I Love You Man and Enchanted, uh, they're from Small Town USA. Uh, they That's the name of the town in the movie. It's kind of a joke. Um, I, I didn't make that one up. Um, discovered the nefarious plans of Oil Man American Beauty, um, the, 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 the closeted gay one with the sun with the bag and the... And the um, um, to raise the Muppet Theater and drill for the oil recently discovered beneath the Muppets' former stomping grounds. So to the rescue comes uh, the greatest Muppet telethon ever. And um, 
and they need to raise ten million dollars to save the theater. And so, um, and so, um, to the rescue, um, comes, um, comes that girl, um, who looks like, she kind of looks like the girl from The Office, but it's not her. Um, she was in, um, well, it wasn't Knocked Up, but, um, the guy was, it, the guy was in Knocked Up, and, um, and she was from, um, well, she's the one who looks like the one from The Office. So The Office and um, I Love You Man get together with help of Kermit the Frog. And um, and in the process, they reunite the Muppets who are doing, doing kind of funny jobs now on the side. I recommend it. Thank you, Jeff Jeffers, for that concise review. That was great. Um, and now, um, uh, you know, we've reached the end of the show. I want to thank everyone for the hard work. Um, also, I want to tell you that uh, we have plenty of Tibbles merchandise. We've got. I'm drinking from a Francis Tibbles coffee mug right now. <laughs> Yum. And uh, we've got Tibbles shirts and hoodies. And uh, you might say, oh, where, where can I get this merchandise? Well, just Google Francis Tibbles. It'll be the first thing that pops up, all right? You know, I could bore you with the words. But just Google my name. You know, we've got that merchandise you can buy. You know, there's also some other great things. You know, some books, um, some paintings, some drawings. A real good one of the Twin Stadium. Ooh. Uh, so anyway, we're going to cut to a commercial, but that'll be all we have for the day. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. God, I feel like such a bloody sellout, but it's actually good stuff. Oh, fuck. Sir, your microphone's on. Oh, bloody hell. Facts are that a child who learns to play a musical instrument is a happier child, a more focused child, a smarter child. With the Music Lab, we are changing the way the world thinks about music lessons. Please click on your media player now and click Music Lab for more details. At the Music Lab, we're defined by our diversity. First, the number of musical styles, and next, the variety of instruments to choose from is just incredible. Our students take private lessons or group lessons, but also they can do something more. They can take it to the stage by learning to play in a band and perform in the local music scene. Click on your media player now to experience the excitement music can bring to your home. Visit musiclabminneapolis.com. Thank you for calling joelooters.com. Wait, what was that? Juliet Oscar Echo Lima Lima Uniform Echo. Diego Echo Romeo Sierra.com. Is it Diego? Man, what is Diego?